It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. Yeah, it tells you how many hits it uh, has, it tells you how many hits it has, and then, like, how many results it'll find, and then how long it took Google to find all those results. So, like, for example, for this movie, it found uh, 2 million, I'm sorry. 2,530,000,000 search results, and it found it in under one second. In fact, it found it in 0.97 of a second. I, I do look at the number where it says how many results were found, but I never look at the number where it says in how fast it was found. It doesn't make a difference, really, because it's under a second. Like it's, yeah, it's still really quick, but it is interesting that it's able Google to can do that. Yeah, be that specific. Well, hey, Christian, how are you? Dude, I'm doing good. I've missed you, man. Oh, don't be like that. You've been gone... Probably a week. We I, haven't recorded in a while. It's been a while, and that's, in fact, why we're doing a special morning recording episode. This is the earliest I've seen it's you in a long time. Very early, guys. Uh, we uh, have to do this because it, this episode is coming out tomorrow. Yes. And uh, that's Not a even Friday. lying. Nope. Uh, probably not even editing, but uh, we'll see. We'll get there. We'll see how it goes, um, dude. But yeah, so I came in on... I flew in on Tuesday uh late because my flight got delayed a little bit and then on wednesday we were both busy so we couldn't record then so here we are thursday morning yeah doing it for the baddies yeah this doing is it for, for you love. guys uh this literally is for you guys because the intention we set out to for why we watch this movie actually ended up being a moot point you know what i yeah. mean um but we'll get we'll get to that we'll guys get to it. You'll we do like... want to say welcome 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 uh my name is alejandro and my name is christian and we are Live from, from Christian's mom's house. That's right. From my mom's house. She's right downstairs still sleeping because it's that <laughs> early in the morning. Uh, I brought coffee for us. You did. You Thanks very much. Yours. I asked you to bring me a cold brew and you were this close to getting me a cold brew. You were like, are you sure, dude? This early in the morning? And I was still waking up when I was reading that text. Like I was like, this man wants a beer. And n- knowing you. I've just came off vacation. I've had morning beers, dude. Really? Yeah, dude. When I'm on vacation, I was I was. Drank and ate everything. What's what's the earliest that you had a morning beer? Uh, there was one day I had a beer in the shower when I was getting ready to go out. In the shower? Yeah, dude, I'm on vacation, bro. How do you have a beer in the shower? Doesn't the shower water get in the beer? What? No, it's a bottle. You know, you have the bottle and you just like... You sound like a movie. I've only ever seen that in a movie. <laughs> okay, well... You need to get. You need to live on your own. <laughs> I, I need to because living on my own will force me to have a morning beer for sure. Because you'll hate your life. Everything will be sad. And you'll be like, "Why not have a beer in the shower?" You're not Why really selling not this, have dude. A beer in the shower? So many reasons. There's a lot of people who I don't have to sell it because everybody who's done it completely agrees with me. They're holding beers in showers, there, listening to this episode a, right a, now. There's at least ten people who watch <laughs> the, who are listening to this while drink whilst drinking a beer in the shower. Hey, baddies, if you are. Uh, shower beer morning person hit us up and you know what it doesn't even have to be on vacation maybe your life is in the tubes and this is the only way you can get going do what you got to do yeah yep yeah that got real (laughs) (laughs) um look at us right back into it dude i know it's like you never even left i did it welcome back i should be saying to you welcome 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 oh and i'll say to you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you Rule rule of threes. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Am I right? Um, guys, this is it. Can't be that bad. Um, also known as ICBTB podcast, uh-huh. and it's where the uh, even the worst movies can still, still be, be good. good. Uh, in fact, we watched one of the worst movies. Yes, actually, when you brought this movie to me, I was thinking that you were joking, but you were double downing on this. You know what? I kind of there is a non-ironic love that I have for this movie. Where like I kind of actually. 
I don't know anything about the franchise nope. other than the two movies. Same here. But I love both of the movies Dude, so much. I'm slightly upset because I've only <laughs> seen this like movie and I kind of liked it see too, the first dude. One. I was so invested. Okay, I feel bad for having made fun of Sarah Jessica Parker as so much as much. I have in the past because she looked, she looked good in this one. She was looking tight. She looked worse in the first one. Did she? She looks better in this one. Good. Yeah. No, she was looking okay. There was a scene where she was like getting mad at uh, her husband, Mr. We'll talk Let's about get it. Let's we'll get talk there. about it. Um, so we watched a movie called Sex, Sex in the, the City, City 2. two. Uh, and we do make a point sometimes to say like, oh, don't just put a number two on it. But uh, this one actually kind of makes it work. Yeah. Uh, we'll just jump right into it. I, what else could we do other than jump right into it? Uh, Sex in the City 2 is rated R. Uh, it was released in 2010. Uh-huh. Do you remember when it was when it came out? No, I thought this was way more recent than it actually was. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this is a decade ago. A straight up decade ago. Uh, it has a runtime of two hours and 27 minutes and ungodly 147 minutes, Dude, ladies and gentlemen. when I loaded this on net, I watched this really late last night thinking it was just going to be an hour and a half. Because I was thinking to myself, oh, it's a Sex in the City movie and it's a sequel. Usually those are like a year, hour and a half, hour, hour- 45 Two and a half hours? This is the same length as The Hobbit. Dude. You know what this is? You know what this is? What? An entire season of Sex in the City in one in one sitting. They jam packed like, it. That's I would like I I don't know how the seasons go. Um I may have to take a peek because I do have HBO Go, but I assume it's like female entourage. I don't know if you could take a peek because it is a lengthy six seasons <laughs> that exist, dude. You know what? Don't challenge me, bro. Um it has a rating of four point five out of ten on IMDB. A these are all really low, even for us. Yeah. Sixteen uh, percent on the Rotten Tomatoes. Yep. Uh, and then a one out of four from Roger Ebert. He actually put this on the most hated list, I believe. Wow, he really didn't like it. <sighs> what a guy. Well, that's why we're here, man. That's why we're here, Christian. Would you like to guess the percentage of Google users? Well, I'm assuming that the Google users that rated this are previous fans, fans of the franchise. So I'm gonna go with ninety-one percent. Uh, incorrect. Would you like a second guess? I will give you a second guess because you were so wrong. So wrong? <laughs> yes. 72. Okay. I'm going to give you a third guess. 54%. 67%. Wow, that low? And I'm going to give it a thumbs up because I think it deserves a little bit more. Um, <laughs> so let's just say that I'm going to read the synapses for you. And I wish we would have read the synapses before uh, because when we first set out to do this movie, I said, hey, Christian, let's watch Sex in the City 2. We can use it as an excuse for me to talk about my trip to New York. Exactly. And we're like, oh, yeah, perfect. Sex in the City, it, it makes perfect sense. And then we started watching the movie, and maybe about half an hour in, I realized uh, this whole movie takes place in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, man. I thought when they were talking about Abu Dhabi, this was just going to be something they Like they go in. there and they come back. Yeah, yeah and yeah, it was going to take place in uh, New York City. No, they straight up spend their whole time in Abu Dhabi. Yeah, I think that was the whole pull of this uh, movie was that it's not in the typical city you think it's going to be in. Is it's, that the pool? I I thought it was just like another fun romp with the girls. That's exactly what it was in a <laughs> different environment. Like, let's get into the same shenanigans, but elsewhere. Uh, here we go, guys. You know Sex in the City. I know Sex in the City. Christian is learning Sex in the City. Yes. Um, fun, fashion, and friendship continue to define the lives of Carrie, Samantha, Charlotte, and Miranda. They have more than they have ever wished for. But when the combination of marriage and motherhood approach, the gals take an exotic vacation in Abu Dhabi. See, we should have read this. The sun-drenched <laughs> paradise holds many surprises, especially for Carrie. Carrie, who faces temptation when she unexpectedly runs into Aiden. That is the whitest shit I've ever heard. Um, this, <laughs> it's 
uh, bonkers. It had a budget of $100 million. What? Okay, there are countries in South America that do not have a GDP of $100 million. And they spent that much... On a movie. In Abu Dhabi. Uh, makes sense. Everything's expensive out there. Would you like to guess how much money they made, though? $50 million. They made $294.6 million. How many women out there... Love this franchise. I'm, I love this franchise. Yeah, I'm. it's a guilty pleasure. You know, it's probably all the like, product placements, bro. Probably, dude. I'm sure I'd seen this in a, on a bunch of billboards. Sarah Jessica Parker has some sort of pull. Who was that Asian chick I thought was in this uh, movie? I have no idea. Sarah, Sandra Oh? <laughs> you thought Sandra Oh was in this movie. Yeah, That's right. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I have Ma- no idea why you thought She Sandra- looks like the Asian version of Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. Oh, uh, you could agree with me later. No, no, no. I mean, I don't disagree with you, but uh, I'm not quite sure if I agree with you yet. Put them side by side. Baddies, put them side by side. Let me know what you think. Baddies, put them side by side. Sounds like something a rapper would say. Yo, baddies, put them side by side. <laughs> that sounds me... almost like really dirty, but means absolutely nothing. Dude, I want to take a challenge where I could make the most innocent rap song with a bunch of... Um, uh, sexual nuances that that are too subtle for people to catch. Uh, you know, Sandra O's not in this movie. Yeah, but I, Liza Minnelli is. Yes, and I do want to say, let's get this right. I want to get this off my chest right off the bat. Do it. Okay, this is low key the most offensive movie we've ever watched. Yeah, baddies, Sex in the City two is the most offensive thing I've ever seen. They, it's very offensive. Let me just give you a quick rundown of some of the jokes that they make. Number one, th- it opens with a, with a wedding, and then they constantly make the joke of like, oh, it's a gay wedding, oh, it's a gay wedding. And over then they and get there, over again. And they're like, stop saying it's a gay wedding. And then they get there, and they're like, oh, shit, this is like the gayest wedding. It is. But like, yeah. they're like, this is so gay, and they're constantly making that over joke. Uh, then the next one that I thought was kind of questionable was they keep making like, oh, your husband's cheating on you joke. That's interesting. They um, When they get to Abu Dhabi, they cannot get over the fact that the women wear niqabs and burkas. Yes. And then they're like so much to the fact that when it finally comes down to them, they don't even still respect it. They just use it as like a Three Stooges-esque disguise to get out of town. Like they just put them on and hop in a taxi and go. That I thought was maybe the most egregious thing that these four white women could do. These four white women were so ignorant and caught up in their own ethnocentric bubble that is New York City that when they get there, they're like, Oh, this is how their culture is? They're poor people? And like, it's this whole movie is literally... Okay, hang on one second. Let me get... Oh, you are getting real riled up. (laughs) Because in Sex and the City, in the first movie, Uh they finally get everything (laughs) that they want, right? I assume the show is them like struggling with their lives in the city and like meeting men and trying to, you know, do stuff. I just recently learned that uh, Carrie and Mr. Big uh, met through an affair and like she broke up their... Oh, uh, they did? She broke up his original marriage, apparently. We should definitely watch the show. Their marriage is built upon a bunch (laughs) of shambles? It's a big like rocky thing because then they broke up. I guess she was with this Aiden guy for a season or Uh two and then like other dudes came in and out. Anyways, um, that sounded bad. Anyways, uh, it's weird that I'm very interested in I this. I need to synopsis. know what's going on. What's, what happens in six seasons of Sex in the City? So, all of that goes, and I assume it just leads to their wedding, Big and Carrie's wedding in yes. Sex in the City, the movie. Um, and everyone gets what they want. Miranda gets the job that she wants. Kim Cattrall gets to have sex with all the men that she wants. Uh-huh. Um, Charlotte gets the family that she wants. And then Carrie marries Mr. Big. And everyone's super happy. And then you get to this movie, and everyone hates their lives. Everyone's upset which everyone hates their lives i'm so pissed off about it's like a reality tv show for me that i I feel ashamed being into this oh it's like our dirty pleasure but these girls are so this is an all paid for trip to abu dhabi 
and they're having problems? <laughs> <laughs> are making problems. Sarah Jessica Parker. Kim Kutra literally ruined it. Oh, yeah. yeah but, absolutely. But, Sarah Jessica Parker is talking to her manservant. That's literally what they are. Yeah. And he's having issues and is having no problem. Or he's not having issues because uh, he only gets to see his wife uh, every three months or some oh, shit yeah. like that. Because he doesn't have enough money. Well, because she lives in India and he makes more money in Abu Dhabi. Yes. Uh, so he works there and flies out to see his wife once every three months, which is funny because earlier in the movie, Carrie and Mr. Big have this like falling out where they decide that maybe the best thing for their marriage is if they have like a space where they can kind of get away for a couple of days. Yeah, take two days off every week. And I was going to ask you, since we're talking about Sex in the City and Let's this is it. a podcast, how do you feel about that? Because the, number one, the way that I think this movie or how Sex in the City is, is someone has a problem. They go to the three talking heads. Every talking head has a different position. And then they go and don't make any of those that their decision. Mm -hmm. And they make their own fucking decision. They're just like, okay, I'm glad right, we talked about this. I'm glad we got this. this advice. I'm going to go do I feel better. I'm going to go suck his dick. Yeah. And it's like, uh, I don't like, think that's what anybody said Carrie, you should do. Carrie, Carrie, don't call your husband quite yet. Yeah. You're right. And what You're does right. she do? I'll call him right now. Uh, sidebar. Uh, since I have no knowledge about this franchise whatsoever, when she started calling her husband Big, I thought it was just a sexual <laughs> nickname, dude. And I was no, like, that's his name, bro. This uh, is real. Double entendre. I guess so, dude. I, I don't know. Um, But yeah, th this entire thing was just like them trying to be supportive of each other. This is an unhealthy friendship that they all have because they're all just so supporting bad. their vices. So bad. Yeah. Anyways, um... The relationship that she has with Big is kind of getting difficult. I think because neither of them had expected them to end up together. And now that they have ended up together, they're not really sure how to end up together. You know, yeah, you know they I don't mean? know if they want kids. It seems Sarah no, they Jessica they Parker. Don't want kids. Yeah, but yeah, Sarah Jessica Parker, I. Big surprise is a writer. I was like, oh, she's an author. I'm well, learning so much in this movie. <laughs> that's the whole thing of Sex in the City is she, she's a writer. She's like a journalist for like Vogue and shit like that. Yeah. And I think season one is her writing the book Sex in the City. Big question. Yes. Were they this rich at the beginning of Sex in the City? No. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Or rich enough. About, well, not rich enough. That's a great. Rich enough is a great <laughs> reality show. I would, <laughs> <laughs> I would watch <laughs> Rich Enough. Where it's just like girls going on dates with guys and they're just like, yeah, he's rich enough. Rich enough. And then like one guy's name is Rich and they have to figure out who's the rich guy and who's just a guy named Rich. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's named Rich, Richard, Ricky, Dick, <laughs> Dick. Um, check out our episode, Richard, long for Dick. Richard um, is long for Dick. Anyways, no, so they were like broke girls in the city. Yeah, it had very nice apartments. That's one of the things about TV shows that they never like it, like figure out. Like in Friends, how does a struggling actor like Joey and Chandler, who has a low level job, uh, afford an apartment like that? Yeah, you know what I mean? and it's it. You just kind of don't question it. It's just part of in the a thing. nice place, like near the cafe yeah. that they always go to. I did see Carrie's apartment uh, when I was in New York because. I am that guy. Wow, you were doing research for uh, this movie. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> uh, you know, I was just in the area. It's uh, it's it's kind of downtown, so I was just in the area. I was like, you know what, I'm here. So it's a legitimate apartment that like, you can see the outside of it. Yeah, like the apartment that takes place in the six seasons of Sex and the City. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It exists. I think Sex and the City was actually filmed in New York, mm -hmm. as opposed to like Friends, which was filmed in L.A., okay. where they're like, oh yeah, we can just make all this shit up, right? Okay, I'm so unfamiliar with the show. Is this like a, a sitcom? Is it a multicam or was it? Um, it's female entourage. Female Female entourage. Okay. It's female entourage. Wow. Yeah. Okay. When did when did the franchise run? Like in the nineties? Late nineties, early two thousands. Okay, because like, these 
no offense to them, but they're kind of old. Well, that is one of the main points of the movie. Yeah, is Kim Cattrall is fighting off like menopause and taking all these hormone pills and like still trying to be young. I was surprised when she said that she was fifty-two years old because she still looks banging. I don't think dude. Kim Cattrall is actually. No, she is. I looked up her age, and she's sixty-three <laughs> no, she now. So. So that was ten years ago. Exactly, and she was still looking good. Yeah. Kim Cattrall's an interesting cat man. She hated all the other women on this movie. <laughs> oh, she. do you think she was like a bitch on set? No, I guess, well, when the first movie came out, everybody was like, oh, it's so good to have all our friends back together. Mm-hmm. And then they did that again with the second movie. Kim Cattrall's like, we were never friends. We were just like actors on a job together. Like, we never hung out. Oh, she now treated you're pretend- it like that. Yeah, she's like, now you guys are pretending like we had such a good relationship, but you guys never weren't there for me when I had troubles. And like, we're not there for each other when things go down. And like, uh-huh. it was, I remember reading that in the uh, gossip magazines and being like, I got to watch Sex in the City and see I'm what's going on. Cu- Curious about this backstage drama. Um, we got to answer the question though. How do you feel about that deal that she made with Big? Take two days off to kind of have your own space. So um, I, I need. You're a in a committed relationship. Yes, yes. How would you feel if you were in that position? Well, they're married, so that's different. In in, in under the contract of marriage, uh, under the construct of marriage, you are supposed to spend. It's the test of spending as much time with each other as possible and still feeling that unconditional love. Is it? Um, is I, that what marriage is to you? I, not to me. No, that's that's why I said construct of marriage. I think that's what society builds it to be. You're supposed to move in, live in the same bed. Um, you, you raise a family together. You you get to learn all the uh, bad and good things about each other and still love that person regardless, right? Mm-hmm. So with this, I think there are healthy aspects to taking like a, a weekend off to yourself. I, I don't know if they would text each other while they would be apart or if they were just physically apart um it's interesting because i think at first when a man says i want my own apartment for a couple days a week it's because he's banging somebody else and wants to do it not in your home right yeah but i don't think that's what big is doing no 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 like i think that would be a different aspect of the storyline that they would explore if big was cheating on 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 carrie yeah and and i don't think that's what it is no not at all Um, because she seemed so comfortable and like I think it's um I, I think it's kind of a decent idea actually if it's used for that for the for the sense of in the beginning when she goes there to write, right? She she yeah. she they kinda have a weird argument and then when she goes out, she's like, Oh, I'm going to my old apartment to, to just lock myself away and get yeah. my writing done, which I think makes a lot of sense. And I would almost even say, like, well, why not have like a place where they can just kind of go and blow off some steam and be by themselves? Mm-hmm. If it wasn't New York, if they could own a big house in the in the suburbs, I bet you Big would have a man cave where he can go and put his shoes on the couch and watch movies and read the newspaper. And then Carrie has a room that she's uh, like a master bedroom that she's turned into a closet because yeah. that seems to be pretty on brand for her. Yeah. Um, but instead it's New York. So what do they do? They just have a different apartment. It seemed to make sense for me. It actually yeah. seemed like it might work for their style of relationship. It's just very unorthodox. Uh, I guess it is. the rule of it, I, I think. But what is, yeah. And I guess at the end of the day, that's what it came down to was they're like, well, who, who cares what other people think about our marriage? It's our marriage. It's yeah. just the two of us. Just exactly. like what is exactly. beautiful Rolex. Said. So, I, I mean, I think the idea of it, I think is actually there are healthy aspects to it. I think it is healthy to have space uh, from your partner because it's it's healthy to miss them in a good way. It's not healthy to miss them because you're constantly seeing them and you kind of become addicted to them. Sure. But to have that time apart to like really appreciate yourself and then 
miss the presence and the companionship of your significant other. I think that's healthy. So I think Mr. Big was onto something good because it is necessary to have your own time for, for yourself. Sure. And I think, yeah, I agree. Of course, we're taking the man side. Yeah. Um, but, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, we're two cisgender heterosexual men talking about sex in the city, which we have no place to be speaking about. There but, are easily. But I have so much to say about this movie. There are easily hundreds of women listening to this podcast so, saying, you guys you are think, dumb. You think there's hundreds of women listening Not to think, this podcast? I hope. <laughs> I think there's maybe 10 women listening to this podcast. And you're, we're related to slash you dating one of like <laughs> of one of them i wonder what our fan base is mainly consisted of do you, do you think it's uh i think we can check some of the statistics like on instagram we and could stuff. we could i know we have some foreign peeps listening to this i like the foreign peeps who listen to us i always get thrown sidebar hey sorry guys fuck you it's our show um, fuck you it's our show i always get kind of thrown when it's like oh six downloads in poland and it's like poland mm. hmm. do you do you <laughs> see that because this is what i do i see that and i try as hard as i can to envision their scenario their situation and environment they come or they're listening it. to it and i wonder like if they listen to the episode through and through they're like trying to hack our accounts and like that's this entire time that's how they found us they're just like oh man this podcast is actually kind of funny is really good <laughs> there's no way they think we're funny in belgium bro there's no way there's people in belgium who are listening to us and being like these two cats in california I hear there are some countries that don't get sarcasm. So, Oh, man. I was just hanging out with a person who doesn't understand sarcasm, and that was an interesting break. Oh, my gosh. Where was this individual from? Like, was it, is it a cultural Somebody that thing? I've known for a long time. And, and really? She just did not get a lot of my sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Dude. fun because I would just kind of keep going until suddenly she Well, realized, you feed like, off of that energy. You're oh. like, oh, you don't get it? And then I just keep going. Yeah. Usually, because with me, if someone doesn't get sarcasm, that's the end of the road there. I, I kind of do my sly smile, you know? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's it's like a new path has been paved for you when you know realize someone doesn't get your joke. You just try even harder. <laughs> I try so hard. Um, are you wearing a Black Mamba shirt? I am. It's from Otis. Shout that's out to, awesome. uh, to o- o- Otos by uh, Photos, Photos by Otos uh, for giving me this shirt. Or more so, shout out to Kobe Bryant. Also, shout out to him. And, no, f- and for Gigi, sure. rest in peace. Dude, um, yeah, uh, rest in peace. Back to the movie. Um, can we talk about Alice Eve real quick? Uh, who is in this movie um, f- for very little amount of time. But I thought that was funny how like all of our movies are kind of connected. So if somebody says Sex in the City doesn't fit with our brand, fuck off. Very much Alice does. Eve is our brand. Yeah, ch- <laughs> ch- very much our brand. I love Alice Eve. We are an Alice Eve podcast. Yeah. D- Hashtag she- pro Alice Eve. But the only movie that I really know her in is... She's out of my league. She's out of my league. And I'm not where complaining about that. she didn't have either. an accent at all. No. She is uh, English-Irish. I don't know where she's from. She's from that side of the ocean. She didn't have enough uh, speaking points in this film for me to really judge oh, her accent. Oh, you can for sure tell she's... Oh, you're a dummy. What, do you think, do you think it was it. pretty on I spot? I yeah. No, 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 no. I know that she had an accent. Oh. I don't know how good it was, you know? Well, an Irish accent sounds like... Is that how you like think they sound like? That's how I talked about the entire Dickens Fair trying to be Irish. Really? And then people notice that... What? I bet. Can I just get a hot dog, please? Yeah, I think you did it right then. But Alice Eve, great part in this film. So she plays Charlotte's nanny. So Charlotte now has two kids, and which is a bonkers thing to... Think about it. I guess she didn't have kids in the movie or in the show, but I don't know because I only know her as a mother. Yes. And uh, they make <laughs> and they make it a point to to show that Alice Eve does not 
wear a bra. Her first scene, oh, she comes in, she's all of her, running. Yeah, and then later on, we see her in like a uh, bathtub scene, and she gets like splashed by the kid. Yeah, and we see like all of her nipples. We see it all because she's wearing like a white tank top. You do see more boobs in the first movie, but you also see like two penises in the first movie. Oh, so it's a, uh, and a give or take. One, and in this one, everything is covered. You do see a penis, but it's like it's it's a it's covered, uh-huh. and you do see boobies, but it's in a wet white t-shirt. Um, mm. But you know what? Who am I to split hairs? Dude, I don't know. I was happy with what I saw. I'm a big fan of Alice Eve. <laughs> <laughs> I am not against Alice Eve. I would really like to be, though. Oh, hey! Yeah! We're going to get sued. <laughs> <laughs> or sponsored. Hey! Sponsor us, Donald Trump. <laughs> no! No! I will refuse that sponsor. Um, Back to Sex in the City, too. I like how much Alice Eve just kind of, like, knocked us off track. <laughs> Do you want to say one more thing about Alice Eve? Because that seems to be... No, 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 is no. She no. Your, is, your, is she your B-Poss? Not no. that we're there yet, but... No, not at all. She might be mine. Um, really? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was telling you earlier, I was looking at some of the stuff on IMDb, like the mistakes on this movie. Yes. And some people are really harping on this movie for some bullshit stuff. Like, this is just a fun... It's it's an entire season of Sex and the City in two hours. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, you got to take it for what it is. Yeah. If you're splitting hairs, like... Uh, one of the things I noticed was they give a very specific date in the beginning of the movie. Like, I met her on Tuesday, June 11th, 1986. Well, and then one of the corrections was like, that was actually um, a Wednesday. People are doing research. <laughs> but also, the writers didn't do any research. Because one of the other things that I noticed was they make a point to say, like, in season six, Carrie did meet up with Aiden. And Aiden says he has a son. And his son's name is Tate. But in this movie, he has three sons named Homer, horrible name, Wyatt, and Jake. And it's like, where's Tate? What happened to Tate? Did Tate die? Whoa. Is this a darker... Uh, a darker turning point he like, in he the like franchise is faking that family to like win Carrie's heart. I'm trying to see that spinoff movie where it's a dark thriller. <laughs> Cause this is thriller, <laughs> Aiden's thriller, where he kills all his kids, kids, kids. He just kills those kids, kids. kids. You should perform at casinos. <laughs> I should do parody songs, like improv parody songs. Hey, what's your name? Bill. All right. Hey, you. What's your favorite song? Um, <laughs> Dance the night away. Gotcha. All right. <laughs> You ask for someone's name and then someone's favorite song, and you try to mash the two together. <laughs> you, Good fucking luck, dude. You if you can do that, the Rick and Morty episode where it's, I think it's the interdimensional cable where the guy's doing like an open mic, and he's like, "Hey, what's your name? Fuck you!" And he's like, "All right, what's your name? Fuck you!" What? And that was their name? That was his improv. That was like his open mic. Dude, his- I love those episodes because it's all improv, and they just turn into TV shows. <laughs> what a beautiful idea. Um, you know what? You know what though. What? This movie had zero improv. These women were literally saying every word off of the script. You could tell they were it acting up so a storm. It was so script. Uh, Samantha, played by Kim Cattrall, all of her like one-liners, all regarding sex and all, all of being the like raunchy. jokes and puns were so like forced. The dude that she was, uh, the the Danish architect that she mm-hmm. was flirting with, his name is Richard Spurt, I believe, mm-hmm. and she was like Richard, as in Dick. So your name is <laughs> Dick Spurt. <laughs> I was like, wow, this, you are dirty. This whole movie is full of double entendres like that. Um, like, <laughs> Samantha's last name is Jones. What does that mean? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was listening to you, dude. Gotcha. This, see, this is why it's dangerous <laughs> when people don't understand your sarcasm. Uh, you know, I watched the first couple of episodes of The Carrie Diaries because the girl who played Carrie, uh, Anna Sophia Robb, is... Uh, 
I believe that's her name, Anna something something. Wait, Carrie. The Carrie Diaries. What? It was what? like a prequel to uh, this on like the CW. Oh, okay, dude. I got <laughs> I so lost. I guess I know yeah, this franchise. You know a lot more. You have to. You have to talk to me like I know nothing about this franchise. Because uh, news alert, I know nothing about this franchise. That's not a news alert. We know. Um. Yeah, I've said it like three times. But why don't we hang on? Let's take a let's take a break for a second. And use this movie for what we wanted it for. Talk about the city of New York. Yeah, dude. We I fucking barely... love the city of New York, bro. I like how prepared we were. We literally, like, for we, we even debated, like, two or three other movies on, like, what we could do to talk about New York. Like, we could do, like, John Wick 2 or Escape from New York. And then we're like, no, no, no. Sex, Sex in the, the city is for sure about New York. And this movie, right off the bat, is like, y'all want to fuck off and get out of New York? And they're like, yeah, let's fuck off and yeah. go to New York. They literally, they literally have a line where they're like, we cannot wait. We have to go to Abu Dhabi right now what dude these women are so lucky they're just all sitting at a table and they're like super duper first class where you get your own suites in an airplane dope yeah dude okay i think it is crazy how revealing this is how we chose this to talk about new york because we had anticipated that we would have zero interest in the movie and we have so much so much interest in this movie. movie yeah because here we are still trying to talk about new york but we could barely stray away <laughs> from the movie We've talked about this movie more so than other movies that we've done in the past that we've enjoyed more. (laughs) Before we talk about New York, can I ask you something about Sex and the City? Please. Which one of the girls are you? Oh, am I? Um, Probably the one that has kids. Probably. You're definitely Charlotte. Charlotte, the one with With the the kids. Yeah, because I imagine myself hiring like a fit nanny, uh, a fit male nanny, and just being like, He's banging my wife. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't. (laughs) You like it? You are a cuck. You (laughs) are a cuck. You're a literal cuck. I wasn't saying yes, and I like it. We'll check the we'll check the tape. Listen back to it. I know yeah. I I know my truth. <laughs> but I probably hurt. I mean, I'd probably you would be probably Charlotte. be. I'm Carrie. You don't think you'd be Samantha? I wish I got enough action to be Samantha. <laughs> but uh, God, that just seems tiring. How much sex she 52, has? Fifty two, and she is getting banged hornier. against the wall hornier she's getting hornier. hornier as the movie goes on it's, yeah you know what hey more power to you so you think you're carrie i'm for sure carrie bro i'm the leader of the pack i'm the smartest one oh. i'm cool oh i don't think you're carrie for any of those reasons what <laughs> what are you kidding me are you fucking kidding me dude that's so cocky of you to say i think i'm carrie because i'm the leader of the pack i Just, got i got the tightest body of course <laughs> I got the longest schlong. I got the biggest biceps. This is how it goes. I'm Carrie and you're Charlotte. What? Otis Otis is Miranda. Oh, who, the, the, the tall redhead? Uh-huh. No. Yeah, he's committed to his job and he doesn't give a fuck about what people think about him. Committed to his job by quitting it? Because that's what Miranda does in this she, movie. Well, she did that for herself, though, because she needed to find a better job. That she did that for her, her son, too. She did it to respect herself. I, I did get kind of a little emotional when she did finally meet, make it to the <laughs> science fair. Don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. I've had a rough few months. No, wasn't that emotional, dude. Because they... <laughs> I, they I, rushed that. I, fuck you. I I paused it so I could sit in the moment. That science uh, fair. Let me, let me say what it was. Scene so was fair, one minute. The son wins first place in the science fair, and Miranda was actually there to see him win. And even her son from the stage goes, "Mom, look, I did it." Did you see? Wait, sidebar. Did you see who played her boss at her previous job? Ron White. Fucking Ron White. Oh my god. I wish that went longer. Also. 
I what? want to hear the discussion on how to get Ron White into Sex and the City 2. Why oh, has he not? What? Has he ever talked about that on a podcast or something? How the fuck Ron White is Whoever in Sex and the City? Whoever was in charge of casting Fan- could work miracles. That deserves a B pos award. How did you get Ron White in this film? Because it was so he doesn't odd. give a fuck about anything. No, it was weird seeing him in a suit with glasses. Well, he wears a suit. He yeah, but it's usually like open. buttoned yeah. down, open. He, he usually has like a, a glass of alcohol. And and, yeah, and so it was weird seeing him in that kind of professional environment. So it, for who, Bonkers. whoever was able to convince someone like Ron White. To do this, Ron White was a part of the uh, blue collar TV. Tour, yeah. Yep. That, exactly. Crazy. And now he's doing. He's off to to different things. I wish I could say bigger and better things, but um, we're getting kind of close to the end of the episode. But I did want to play quotes without context with you. Oh quick. man. Okay. Let's let's try it. Okay. Um, here we go. Lawrence of Mylabia. Oh, of course, Samantha. Of course, Samantha. When she sees uh, the Danish architect. Um. Someone says, how are you going to swallow all of those? And it's responded with, <laughs> have we met? Are these all Samantha <laughs> quotes, dude? <laughs> she does have the best quotes. Well, I do want to break that down for a little bit. She, <laughs> In that scene, she is taking all of her anti-aging medicine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like 20 pills. <laughs> she's taking it. And she like explains it all. It's all nonsense what yeah. she's taking. Keep uh, going. I thought you had more to say about the pills. Oh, no, no, no. That's all. Um, okay. I have one more here for you. Um, it says, Charlotte has a sand wedge. <laughs> Come on. Is that, is that Samantha again? No, that one is actually Miranda. That's Miranda. Oh, Miranda has Miranda some heavy hitters. Because Char- oh, Miranda's a, Miranda gets it. You would be Miranda. We would go to a different country and you'd be like, this is actually how you say hi. Oh, this is actually how you say thank you. And a lot of the stuff that she says is in Punjabi, which is Indian. She's not it's speaking. Wrong, dude. She's not speaking I had to pause it. She was like, uh, Hanji is how you say hello. And I was like... Wait, they're going to Abu Dhabi, right? You knew off the bat that that wasn't Dude, Arabic. I, yeah, I have one of my best friends is Indian. Um, and so we always say Hanji to him because his family taught us the word whenever we would come over. And so I knew instantly Let's that... Get Indian food, bro. I want some... Uh, some uh, What's it called? Chicken. You don't even remember what it was because you don't like curry. No, I'm just kidding. It's called... Um, <laughs> I did okay. One other offensive, overtly offensive thing that happened in this movie was when Carrie goes back to find her passport because she loses her passport in the spice shop. I think we talked about this already. And she goes back and and that guy's holding it for her. She's like, "Oh, thank God!" And then she looks at the guy. She goes, "I mean, thank Allah." And I was like, "Damn, so offensive! How did the writers get away with this?" That was oh man. I wonder if there was anyone from Abu Dhabi that wants to see this in theaters and. Walked um, out. The, oh, the prince of Saudi Arabia didn't let them film in in, in Saudi Arabia because he thought it was too uh, sexual to film. Really? <laughs> uh-huh. I mean, it makes sense. I mean, uh, Samantha got charged for public indecency. Oh, man. Uh, okay, one more for you. It's the law of physics. Whenever there's this much gay in the room, Liza manifests. Ooh. Um, fuck, dude. It can't. I keep thinking everything's Samantha because these are all so out there. No, is this Carrie? No, oh, it's Miranda, bro. It's Miranda. Miranda has some of those heavy hitting lines. Do you think I am like Miranda? Um, in certain sense, like them going on that trip, you doing like research about that culture. Um, 
and then like uh, having us having an itinerary to do when we get there. That's fair. That's trying fair. to stay educated. Maybe reading the wrong book. For sure. <laughs> and then- saying Hanji in Abu Dhabi. <laughs> and getting the rest of us to say Hanji in Abu Dhabi. And we all look like fucking idiots. Oh, man. We're like, well, Alejandro told us to say it. That's hilarious. And once you realize that you had read the wrong book, you commit hard to it. <laughs> you would rather just commit hard to saying Hanji in the wrong place. Rather than telling us, hey, guys. <laughs> Actually, we should be saying something else. We're not speaking Arabic. We're speaking Indian to these guys. Um, not this last trip I was in New York, but the first time I went to New York, Cynthia Nixon, the woman who plays Miranda, uh-huh. uh, was running for governor of New York. Oh. And unfortunately, she lost to uh, Andrew Cuomo, but he's in a, he's a Cuomo, so that makes sense why he won. Uh, I didn't realize she dabbled in politics. This is my first time seeing her. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, you know, you are an uncultured swine, so. Hey, whoa, swine? Mm-hmm. I'm fine with the uncultured part, <laughs> but I am not a swine. Do you, you still don't eat pork, huh? No, I eat pork. Oh, okay. I thought you didn't eat baby pigs. Um, uh, Baby pigs. You're making it sound worse and worse. I do like pigs. I do think pigs are intellectual mammals um, Mm -hmm. that are as smart as dogs. Did you know that if a pig escapes um, like its pen and it goes free, it'll grow tusks and turn into a boar? Yeah, I think you've told me that. Yeah. Yeah, which is cool. They'll turn into a wild boar. The wild pig population is a horrible like problem that we have in America. But also to to tackle that from a different perspective, how fascinating is it that this animal can evolve within its own Transform. lifetime? Transform. Yeah. It is a legit Digimon. Digimon. Were you a Digimon <laughs> fan? You are a nerd. Digimon and Pokemon, dude. I remember uh this is I don't you know, fuck it. Um, <laughs> I remember in like the first or second grade when I was first friends with Darius Adele, uh-huh. and he was a fan of Digimon, and everyone else wasn't. And I remember being like, Darius, they're making it lame. <laughs> like, we got to like Pokemon. <laughs> what? But the thing, Digimon was for the Pokemon nerds that had commitment issues, because when you d- evolved a Pikachu into a Raichu, stays into a Raichu. But in Digimon, if something digivolves, it could digivolve back. Lame. Um, fuck you. Do you have a best person on that award? Um, you go first. My best person on set award is Cynthia Nixon. Oh, really? Yep. Tell me why. Because I am Miranda. You are. So you've decided your B-Boss award after I told you that you are Miranda. <laughs> I went into this thoroughly believing I'm a Carrie, but you're right, bro. I'm definitely a Miranda. <laughs> I've never seen so much twang in your neck before. You, you... Oh my gosh, Sex in the City has changed us. I love this franchise. This that franchise. I know uh, Slim. I think I maybe know 10%. This is legitimately representative of our brand, watching movies that didn't do well and falling in love with them. Oh man. And like I I've recommended cats to a lot of people and I've like had people like stop talking to me because of it. I have a feeling this is going to be another one of those movies where I'm like, "You guys got to see Sex in the City too." You you should interrupt the movie buff conversation that you're eavesdropping on. Like anytime any of these actresses are in anything else, and be like, oh my god, yeah, that was incredible. But did you see um did you see Liza Minnelli in Sex in the City too? Her she was singing uh She sang all the single ladies by Beyonce. Which think, by it on, wasn't you don't need that to say, bad. You don't need to say all this by Beyonce. I think everybody knows who who does all the single ladies. Yeah, but you're right. But I think it'd be you just couldn't let me have the last word. What? Yeah. I always let you have the last word. Because you sometimes, even when we were done in an argument, you'll still have to say, but you know I'm right. 
You'll one never. One time. One time I said that. Multiple times, dude. <laughs> two times. Two times I've said that. <laughs> two times. What's your best 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 best? Uh, B pass. Yeah. Alice Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I man. think she this did an is what happens job. when you make men watch Sex in the City. You appreciate the wrong things. <laughs> I appreciate the right things. Um, Alice Eve, like Alice Eve, we Alice Eve, please do our podcast. Funny how like this is like a quasi like female empowerment movie, yet also like not really female empowerment at all, and also offensive to, <laughs> to everyone else, to Abu Dhabi Literally, entirely. You know who the one group that they didn't offend? White women, and then everyone yeah. else was fair game. Dude, the fucking scene when they went to the club. <laughs> Oh, I would have walked out of that club quick when they were uh, when they all got up on stage and they were singing that fucking uh, fetus song. I forget what it was called. Do you know what I'm fetus talking? Fetus song. They said like we were a bit. I don't know what the song was. I fast forwarded through it because I didn't want to watch it. <gasps> I like this movie, but if there's one part I could not stand was them all singing because that wouldn't I did, happen. I would skip ahead that parts long. and be like, wait, what happened? And then have to go back to where I uh, skipped forward. So I ended up watching the whole thing probably for about three hours. <laughs> You turned a two and a half film into a longer film. I made it longer. Why? No oh, oh God. gosh. Uh, <clears throat> all right. That's uh, all we got to say about Sex and the City 2, guys. There's probably much more we could say. I have so much to say about the city of New York that we didn't even get to. But you know what? Fuck it. We'll have to do a real New York movie for yeah, that one. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to do something that... What's, so many other movies we could have picked. So, so many. many other movies. Send us, guys, your favorite bad movies that take place in New York. Actually, that's a... a we should, that's, a good, that's a good idea. Yeah, and we will... Use that episode as a reason to talk about New York and not about the movie. Excellent. I'm going to go back to bed now. Yeah, and I'm going to go crawl back into my into cave. Into my bed? Into <laughs> your bed. Oh, what if, nice. What if people just found out <laughs> We that... sleep together? <laughs> yeah. They're like, hey, you know, Christian and Alex have gotten really close to in the podcast, and Melissa's like, you guys have no idea. No idea. He doesn't sleep in bed with She's like sharpening anymore. a knife. <laughs> oh, shit. Throwing darts at a picture of me. <laughs> smoking cigarettes. She Melissa has aged quick has from the amount of down cigarettes. Her left eye. <laughs> oh shit! I'd like to see that. Be hot. Gross. I'm just um, kidding. Yeah, guys, Sex and the City two. Check it out. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.